0: Weirdo Weirdo Bookworms bookworms Unite! unite. Do your reading tastes range from dystopian sci-fi to middle grade fantasy? Dark
1: psychological thrillers to gory body horror? From YA paranormal swords and sorcery? Extraterrestrials? Murder? Mayhem! And beyond! Then we want to share our love of reading with you! Welcome home. Hi Genre Junkies, it's Sandra. And this is Scott. And welcome to a fantasy book day, night episode. Yay! Fantasy! It's been um, it's been I guess a minute since we've done a fantasy. Been a little bit, yeah. Been so a little it's bit. Uh, it's time. So let's go ahead and uh, get into it in just a moment. Scott, what have you been um enjoying? You'd like to share with the friends?
0: I mean, we started watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
1: Yes, that was going to be the thing I share too
0: uh so far i'm really enjoying it i you know we're not very far into it and the show's not done yet but uh i i like the direction like specifically the direction that the director has taken on this mm. film it's really interesting cinematography not and very... film show what you said film yeah it, t- you're right show it's um, film yeah. it's filmed like a movie though like it really is even more like like definitely more than wandavision this feels like an extended marvel movie
1: yeah i kind of get what you mean and i think that's the structure of it is it's not um, it's not structured episodically like you know in chapters or something it's like it's basically a movie that's just been kind of cut up um, i love the writing um, i love the actors and their charisma um, with each other it's just it's so fun to watch these characters and these actors that i like so much um it's exciting it's there's nothing boring about it to me um it's very progressive it's very current uh it's progressive in subtle ways and in not so subtle ways yeah
0: some very not so subtle ways and
1: it feels adult too right like i mean it feels like it's i mean not like crazy crazy adult but you know they they kind of swear and they kind of talk about things and you know it's just like it feels like nothing about it is like i don't know played down because it's on disney plus and i felt i feel that way about the mandalorian and about wandavision too and it makes me have a lot of hope i know we're both excited for other of their tv shows that are coming up too
0: I have to say I've been pretty impressed with Disney overall with the content that they're willing to put on Disney+. Plus. Yes. Uh, I mean, Marvel is still always kind of be kind of a PG-13 sort of existence, but totally. it's definitely a very serious kind of PG-13, and I, I respect that.
1: Yeah, it's very, very smart. Very, very smart television. Lots of fun. So um, let's talk about tonight's book.
0: So I was very excited to read this book. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited to talk about it. All right. Uh, I think this is something that, you know, when we became aware of it, both of us were immediately very interested in bringing this.
1: Yes. So uh, the book we are talking about tonight is called Spirit Warriors. This is book one of the Secrets of the Hidden Realm series by Christopher Howard. So I'm going to kind of give my own brief synopsis here of the plot. This is a contemporary um, urban fantasy is kind of the way it describes itself. And I think that's pretty apt. Um, It's about two teenagers named Tyreek and Selina. They are both black. They live in our world in a contemporary um, city setting. Uh, Tyreek is from kind of the rougher side of town and he's really had to struggle his whole life. Selena is very rich, and in a lot of ways has a lot of privilege. But at the same time, her parents are very cold and distant. And she feels very alien in her group of uh, of peers. Both of them come to find out that they can see things that no one else can see. They've both known that their whole lives, but they're united in each other. And they figure out they have a mentor, they have enemies, which are demons, and they themselves are something known as spirit warriors, Um, an ancient, basically, (laughs) fraternity organization sent to
0: fight demons. Already a really fun concept. Very cool concept. And and I think... Uh, I'll go ahead and start with my experience score. This book is an absolute good read. I enjoyed every moment of it. I think that the the world that this is set in is very like... It tickles both kind of a love of eldritch horror and a little bit of Judeo-Christian themes that, that just mm-hmm. kind of tickles me the right way.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean there is uh it's not a secret it is um you know in Chris's biography that he writes fantasy um that helps him spread his relationship with god and um that's how he puts it he doesn't go into crazy crazy details about it i don't know what um what exactly all the details of his religion are but he has a a bigger point to what he's doing right is he wants to um share and empower people and I think that is very admirable and I think that he is a very talented writer this was um, a solid good read for me Uh, In one of his author biographies I found, kind of back to that other point about ambitions and points to his writing, um, it says, Christy Howard is a first-time author who loves telling exciting magical stories centered around African Americans and rooted in Christian themes. Um, He's currently in um, uh, college right now as of when this biography was written. So he is a young author. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, Which I think is so cool. (laughs) Yeah. chris does not write like a young author quote unquote you know what i mean he has a he has a contemporary voice but he doesn't write like somebody that oh, you know, I'm just kind of figuring this out. Like, he's
0: clearly... He has a very clear voice.
1: Yeah. He has a lot of talent and he's been working at this, mm-hmm. um, which I think is so cool. And I I find it really beautiful and touching that he wants to write fantasy and magical stories um, that have to deal with African-American people. I think it's absolutely incredible. We've talked about this a little bit on our show. A lot of other... <laughs> reviewers have talked about it too, is that, you know, fantasy gets too white sometimes. Oh for a- sure. And anything that we could do in any books and all of our genres that we love to diversify is only a good thing. But especially fantasy, it seems to be like white people being very um like kind of Anglican, you know, is kind of the stereotype. And you know, we gotta we got to make some room here and we got to support people who want to share a different point of view with you.
0: One of the things that immediately makes it feel friendly and at home mm-hmm. is, you know, there it is kind of a classic story of teenagers finding out they're powerful and Absolutely. and and going up against great evils. Yeah. But what this does for me is one, the actual way that the actual setting in which that these uh these kids how get their power and the Mm -hmm. and the evil that they're going up against is original and frightening very original and secondly like you said it's really interested it's really interesting to me to read it from a different perspective to read it from a different place right um you know you
1: have concerns about these characters Um, You get really attached to them. I got especially really attached to Tyreek of the pair, Um, you know, because he's, he's from a situation where in his home life, he feels very trapped and he doesn't see a lot of options and he's incredibly impoverished and you're so worried about him and you're worried about him falling, you know, like into this life of crime and you're worried about him, you know, getting stopped by cops and getting shot. Like, I mean, like you're really yeah. worried about him as a contemporary black person. Um, I mean, Selena too. Selena's lovely, but I don't know. There's just something about, like Tyreek, where I just, I was just so rooting for him. And sometimes when I'd see his name on the page, you know, at the start of a chapter, I could feel like my heart was in my throat, you know, because I was like, I just don't want anything bad to happen to Tyreek. I was just like, please, he's been through so
0: much. He's such a kind soul, but has found himself in such a terrible situation. And he's just doing his best yeah, to... to you know, make ends meet and I I love Tyreek as well. I think he's a fantastic character. Mm-hmm. Um and Selena is fantastic in a lot of other respects. There's a lot Literally. of things that yeah. that I, I really, really liked about her, but I'm I'm with you as well. Every Tyreek chapter just absolutely had me on the edge of my seat.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, no, Selena is is great and I felt a lot of compassion for her too because it's not just the Oh, I'm so rich and my parents just don't understand me, and neither do my friends. Oh, no, her parents yeah. were, were like legitimately so cold. Mean to her. Yeah. They were so mean to her. And like it was just nice. It wasn't that stereotype. It was like, no, really, you don't get it. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna talk about it more in the spoiler section, but neither of these was my favorite character. Um but i don't i don't want to give too much way. Uh, I know who
0: your favorite character is.
1: Anybody who knows me and my, you know, <laughs> will know pretty well who my favorite character is. Um so yeah, so about the originality, there's uh, there's a cool way that their armor comes.
0: It's it's very um i it, it's like yeah. Power Ranger-y, anime-ish. Yeah. It's actually very anime-ish, anime-ish. Yeah. which you know i'm we like, sorry we like i'm anime. a sucker for that we're like, a little I really bit am. we're a little bit otaku we we dip a toe in a fun little little scott story yes um one of my favorite comic book actually i would say my favorite comic book as a child mm-hmm. is something that a lot of people are not necessarily familiar with and that's the power pack oh yes yeah. and the power pack they their suits could just appear and would just you know, kind of materialize materialized yeah. on their bodies. And of course it had the big boots like you had in the eighties and all the that 80s, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I, I, that was one of my favorite things about yeah. the power pack was just being able to say suit on and, and their suit shows up. Yeah. I think it's kind of one of the things that we love so much about Iron Man in the Marvel movies. It's yeah. just like this suit assembling itself on him. I love that imagery. Yeah. And it's such a such a small thing to include that just absolutely made me fall in love and want to read more and and, and maybe even watch it. Yeah, you
1: know? I I could see this cinematically. I could sure. see this as Hulu. I could see this as Netflix. You know, like something like as a uh, a TV show. And there's a big mythos, and there's a lot of history um there's a lot to ex- to explore with these characters and their order and the demons and and all of that stuff there's a lot of richness there and you can tell that chris has really thought about this world and thought about you know how he wants to portray it he's thought about his messaging he wants to you know, he's trying to put something good and positive into the world with his works. Um, for me with this book, it did not feel heavy-handed, um, which I'm pleased to say.
0: Yeah. It's clear that there's a whole there's a whole history that he has in his mind, very uh, very Tolkien-esque, well, where sure, he just yeah. has this whole universe. He has short stories on his website that yeah. take place in this universe. But you're right. He he doesn't introduce any more than what is necessary in this book and leaves you wanting to know more and excited yes. to learn more. Like I want to go and read the short stories and get to know more of what's happened in this world, more of what's led to the events of this book.
1: Right. I think it's really exciting and and I know I just like kind of said that, but I just I could really see this being a TV show. And of course I want people to read the books more than watch the TV. TV show, but I think that um, that Chris deserves to have this be some sort of a series or a mini series, and um, I-, I think that you know we talk a lot about representation in media and how important it is as a people. Uh, you really need to see yourself as heroes, and I think for a lot of people of color, that has not been the case. Yeah, to see a lot of representation. And I, I think that what he's trying to do with his heroes is very, very admirable and
0: necessary. So in case you didn't get it, we both loved this book. Yes. Um, But who is it for? I am actually going to give this a broad appeal. Uh,
1: yes, I, yes. Actually, I think I'm with you. Let me see if you're going to say what I was going to say.
0: I think that, that this is great for... um for young adults, but is a little dark and bloody, which I think a lot of young adults will like, but I also think that that is the one thing because of some of the themes and because of some of the bloodiness, I think that there is a mass audience who might not might not be allowed to read it
1: <laughs> do you kind of get what i'm saying well first of all if you don't allow your kids to read something i know you, i'm not saying <laughs> i'm
0: not saying i agree with it i'm just saying yeah I, I think that that some of those themes may be challenging for the masses but yeah. i have no problem saying this is truly for yeah, brought up. it's
1: um it's a little dark it's a little gritty um there's some nice romance Um, going on in this book, too, but um, at the same time feels appropriate. Mm -hmm. Like, um, yeah, I'm kind of with you on the appeal score. There might be, like, if you're not into fantasy, it's hard to say if this would be for you. I think this has that as we kind of call it gateway drug potential it really you yeah know, it
0: kind of is right about there and that's why i'm having trouble with it
1: or maybe you or some people you know are kind of like we talked about where you're like i've never gone into fantasy it's too white <laughs> or, <laughs> you know and i don't blame you um Maybe this could be something or maybe like if you know, young people of color, especially um, young black people to be like, I mean, do you want to (laughs) see? Do you want to see how this feels, you know, and see if you like this? And of course, I should point out Scott and I are white if you didn't know. So we would encourage you to seek out own voices reviews of this. Or if you are a person of color, review it and share it with us because we want to promote each other here and build each other up. But I think it has that kind of gateway potential. You know, and it's because it's contemporary and it doesn't have that feel of we talk about this a lot with YA books of what is up, my fellow teens? (laughs) Like, they talk like real kids. Um, They talk like real people, in, in my opinion. And there's enough kind of pop culture, real references that they feel like real people and not like cardboard cutouts.
0: You know, you're right. And, I, you know, I'm letting some of my own, uh, you know, upbringing hangups uh, get in the way of my scoring on this book a little bit uh-huh. when it comes to, like, you know, Harry Potter, a mass appeal book, right? Sure. A yes. lot of people say it's about, you know, worshiping demons. And this literally has demons in it, which is why I kind of like recoil from the mass. Uh, the second part is it is quite violent at yeah. times. I mean, quite violent. Right. With well, their spirit
1: warriors is in yeah. the title, right? But like, you, yeah.
0: You know what? I, I think, I think that you've convinced me to, to change my score. I think this is a mass appeal book. I oh, really, do. I didn't I think even this, mean to do that. I, I, You know, because I can see this being really exciting and leading on to a really deep world i could see this i could read other stories of other kids and other adults in this world fighting demons i could see this on the screen i could see this as an anime i could see this as a graphic novel yeah and and i want to see all of those things right i i yeah i think that this could i think this actually could be a mass appeal story very, very interesting. There you have it, guys.
1: We're going to hop on over to the spoilers section and talk a little bit more in depth about this. But there is um, zero reason, if we have piqued your interest at all, that you should not go read Spirit Warriors book one and see for yourself how this feels. Hey, bookworm buddy, don't forget, subscribe, rate and review. And while you're at it, on instagram at genre junkies welcome back to the spoiler section i dropped my teeth i dropped my teeth when tyreek's
0: head went oh my (laughs)
1: god and you know i was like no
0: and like i thought that that was going to be it i thought that that was going to be it because uh (laughs) i thought that was it for tyreek well darwin's partner Died. Heather, yeah. And he's, you know, still doing his thing. Sure, yeah. And I'm like, you know, Tyreek, I don't feel like his story is over yet, but I don't feel like Serena's story. So, I don't feel like Selena's story has really even begun. Yeah. So, okay, maybe. I mean, I can actually kind of get behind a reverse fridging in this case. (laughs) Like, there's not enough of that either. So, okay, sure, sure, I can get behind this, but I'm really not okay with it.
1: Yeah, I kind of felt the same way. I kind of felt like maybe okay, Tyreek's dead. And I was really upset. But you know, your mind just goes really quickly through all the things. And I'm like, maybe it's supposed to be because like how Darwin, you know, his partner left, and maybe it's supposed to be he's a singled partner. And so he's gonna uh, train another singled partner, whatever. But I was so glad that he wasn't dead. And um, I mean, really, that's kind of part of the big reveal is we don't really know why he's not dead it, we, it appears that it has to do with Selena's
0: yeah power they <laughs> talked about it having something to do with her mind but really some more of the stuff that I was seeing had more to do with time
1: well and that also
0: um she's
1: a demon. Yeah. She's what appears to be the first ever spirit warrior who was also demon, who was also the chosen one of their people along with Tyreek. And so they're kind of like, there's a lot about you that we don't understand yet. Um, And I think that's really cool. I I love, I love that for her. Love that journey for her that it's, you know, she is the one that is, <sighs> it kind of adds to why she felt so alien, mm-hmm. you know, like in her life is because she's clearly, there's something going on beneath the surface where she is a demon raised by demons, <laughs> but she is a spirit warrior too. And, and I think that that feeling of isolation is probably going to be a big theme in her character Yeah, because demons aren't going to trust her. Maybe other spirit warriors aren't going to trust her. And you know she could kind of be tempted to the dark side if you will because of this you know because it's oh part you, of who could she is.
0: A, you could have a jason jana situation where one of them falls and
1: sure i mean i'm just kind of <laughs> thinking ahead here i
0: mean i i think it's fun where they are the chosen ones but she's even more of like kind of chosen yeah she's <laughs> even more chosen
1: you're even more special yeah <laughs> Um, Which I like. Um, I liked um, something that I really liked about this book, and it was really early on, and it set a really good precedent for me, is when you see how when there are bad things, like with Tyreek's mom's addiction to drugs, that there's like a demon that has a hold of them.
0: Yeah, I liked that imagery.
1: Yeah, I like that a lot, too. I
0: feel that imagery.
1: Yeah, and so you can really, like, it, it allows you to have a lot of compassion for the the person. And that's kind of a theme, even without the demons. Like, we see Fred and Jamal and Jay and these guys who, they're not very nice, <laughs> and you know they're they're really mean to Tyreek and also you know they're doing quote unquote bad stuff breaking the law breaking the law but um they all have their stuff they all have their reasons and Tyreek too and um and and we even see that with Mike the freaking turncoat man um <laughs> that all of these people are they have a lot going on and that's really appreciated because I don't have the same, I, it's not that I don't have compassion for Mike because I do, even though he's awful.
0: But I mean, look I, at- I do because he was raised that he's way. Raised he's raised in this he, really
1: weird society. And he,
0: all he's ever wanted to do was to be accepted and to be part of it.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you you can't, like, you can see, like, with everybody. And um, I think it's Fred when he goes to his grandpa.
0: Yeah.
1: It just, like, broke my heart. Um. And of course, nobody deserves the torture that those three end up going through at Mike's hands. Dear God. No. And Mike's still out there.
0: Mike Michael is still out there, the yes. avenging angel Michael.
1: Yeah, and he sure really thinks he's the man for the job. Yeah. Um, don't love their society as much as I'm <laughs> feeling a lot more attached to the spirit warrior <laughs> side of things. Um, obviously. I don't know, they just seem a bit more like they still have a good time on occasion. Um, So obviously, Vasilios is my favorite character.
0: Of course he is. Of
1: course he is. Um, I want to know everything about that demon world and society and ties to Egypt, (laughs) which I love. And um, yeah, they have this kind of... Greco-Roman ancient world stuff going on. He's obviously very old. I love a good redemption arc when it's really well earned. And I think what sells the is, is that he is for once taking agency over his incredibly long life,
0: which is something that that nobody taught him no no, <laughs> what well, tried to teach him no. No?
1: No, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, yeah. He
0: tried to teach him millennia ago. Yeah. And he finally learned it. And as soon as he did, who showed up to help them? Yeah. But nobody. I love nobody, by the way. Yes.
1: well about that. I want to know a lot more about nobody.
0: I have a theory, but I'm not going to say it.
1: Yeah. I think there's, um, because nobody, (laughs) it sounds so funny to say that, but that's, remember the character's name. It is somebody. (laughs) And they helped a demon all those times ago, and their violet eyes—they appear to be back now. Um, yeah, I, it's very, very interesting where we're going with this. I'm, I'm interested to see. You know, honestly, I was saying that Selene is going to be kind of alone, and she is alone because she's still the only one that's both a uh, spirit warrior and demon. But I'm glad that she has Vesalios because I think that they can help each other and maybe help each other kind of stay on on the right path.
0: Yeah, she's going to need someone like that because it's one thing to have a truly loyal partner mm-hmm. um, and boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that that she and Tyreek are going to understand where each other are coming from at all times. Right. Their bond is not necessarily that deep where they truly understand it right and so they're both going to need someone who comes from that and tyreek has that in my favorite character, Darwin. Right, 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 um, right. And she needs, she needs that, too.
1: Well, you are often um, the mentor is kind of your favorite character. And so it's not totally unsurprising that he yeah. would be your favorite. Um, Darwin's great. I Another kind of redemptive character, too, um, though his redemption happened like a long time ago. Yeah. And, um, you know, he... I like how at first he kind of messes it up with Tyreek. Um, because, you know, that is realistic.
0: He was, like, brilliant. Really he was coming on really strong. He was coming
1: on really strong. <laughs> Tyreek is, like, a modern-day kid. He's not going to be like, oh, okay. Like, I mean...
0: Oh, yeah, cool demons and, like, spirit. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yes. Absolutely, I'm a superhero. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, bye. And I like that he was kind of
1: like, okay, that did not go well. His but timing tried to go- was
0: also real bad.
1: Yeah, it was like he needed... He's like, okay, I need to go through Selena because this is not working. Um, I'm glad that they have him because clearly, through whatever their circumstances are, they were not raised in the spirit warrior world. um, So they're going to need someone to kind of get them their education. Uh, Speaking of the time thing with Selena, remember there's that really, really great chapter of the book where Tyreek. Kind of goes into another alternate reality
0: or the future or the
1: future, yeah, or something. And he and Selena are kind of secretly together and they're generals. That
0: battle scene was so epic,
1: yes, and it was really epic. It was great, and that's when we really get to see like their armor and stuff. Um, I should also mention, maybe we should have said this in the beginning part. Uh, Chris is very good at writing combat, he is. I did not find the combat boring in this book.
0: I think what helped him in this case is they're so they're so fast, and yes. really that's what that's what fighting is like. Fights don't go on for twenty five minutes, and you're battling back and forth. It really comes down to a couple of key blows, yeah, and the fight's over, right?
1: And, and um. And when it is longer than that, it's because of it. And it makes sense because it's like Vesalius and
0: Darwin fighting. Yes. Or armies, hordes of demons.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, like the, um, uh, Selina's parents, like, obviously they're going to put up a really big fight because they're really powerful old demons. Um, but you know, it, it just makes sense. But, um, I really liked that chapter. I thought that chapter was, um, well-placed almost like a tentpole place in the book Mm -hmm. um to kind of keep you remembering and to thinking about is this the future is this another dimension is this an alternate timeline um why is he seeing this
0: the book reveals its secrets at for the most part a really good pace. Yeah. Um that you definitely have you definitely kind of wonder what's going on throughout the whole book and it kind of slowly hints at things throughout and and, and straight up gives you answers at points like right. that like okay clearly yes they are they are destined to be some sort of fighting force and yeah. and they're actually going after an entire horde. Um and for the most part, that that's one of the things that's very successful about this book. Yes. The end definitely did throw a few revelations really quickly at yeah. me. For example, the fact that that Selena is a demon was just
1: What?
0: Like yeah. Oh, they're not really your parents. Oh, you just killed them, but I guess I guess they were your parents. Uh, you're a demon now. <laughs>
1: um, I think it was thrown out as quickly for the sake of being a cliffhanger.
0: Yes. I, I don't think that that is something that could have waited for the next book. I think it was important to introduce oh, it
1: in this one. I think so, too, because like we said, it sets up a lot of dynamic changes for storyline and for character development for both of them. And and seeing that she can be both and seeing that Vesalius can be a demon that turns around is very important. And so, is
0: now the yeah. second mentor because there are always two.
1: Yeah. And I mean he's gonna be able to show you some things. Yeah.
0: Darwin does some no and that Darwin would probably not be comfortable with.
1: <laughs> okay, so there you have it. Um something really cool, something different, something to shake up. The fantasy world, um, always, always welcome in the genre junkies household. <laughs> uh, what would you give this book, Scott?
0: This book gets four out of five flaming swords for me. I think that it takes a uh, a standard. Uh, chosen one storyline and elevates it to a point that's original, that also tells it in a voice that is important and exciting. Uh, I I really enjoyed my time and I can see myself getting more and more obsessed with this world as time goes by.
1: I agree. I think that um, the author did a really good job of leaving breadcrumbs to keep me engaged. I'm very interested in you know, what's the world going to look like for these characters? Um, Are they going to go to school? (laughs) Are they going (laughs) to go to um, Spirit Warrior camp? Are they going to do both? Like, um, you know, where where does it go from here? How does it, you know, is she going to live with Darwin and Vesalius and they have like a hilarious roommate situation? (laughs) And, you know, like, I'm excited to see where her and Tyreek's, relationship goes and as the two bond and and as you know they become generals for me this um it's a little bit more of three flaming swords and a in a flaming hilt out of five um but that's great and i'm excited and i'm very glad
0: i read this book well all right genre junkies thank you for joining us once again you've been scott you've been sandra <laughs> Please keep
1: reading past your bedtime.